Hello, Jeep and Bubba here. And today, I wanted to put myself in the role, just in the shoes, of an imaginary position. And this position is of the president of the entire Jeep community. Now, this isn't something that exists. Um, this isn't something that could be handed down from Chrysler, Fiat, or, or Jeep, you know, themselves. This couldn't be voted on. Um, within the Jeep community, but if there was one person to represent us all, and, and he was or she was a president, and that person was supposed to do a state of the union to the entire Jeep community, I wonder what that speech would sound like. If you listen to the presidential debates, if you listen to the state of the unions given to us over the last 20-odd years, um, from Bush to Obama to Trump, each one would brag about the things they've accomplished, the things that they want to change, and the things that we've overcome. So I'm thinking, if I had to make a bold statement, and if I had to write a speech, which I haven't written this down, this is, this is from the heart, I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days, but if I had to, to, to put in words what a state of the union to the Jeep community would be, it would be this. In 2008, Jeep sold 500,000, half a million SUVs globally. In 2016, it sold 1.4 million globally. Now, if you want to go back in time, and look at 2007 to 2008, the four-door JKU came on the scene, and it changed the Jeep industry, the Jeep community, and the overall off-road world forever. And it changed it in an astronomical way. If you look at any of the manufacturers of off-road parts that have come along the scenes since that time, they that grew with the 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 growing of the 2007 2008 boom uh, so to speak you will see that those companies had strived during that time and they're probably still striving now there's been companies that have been around for a lot longer but if you look before people who owned jeeps had to commit to two doors now, the LJ came along in 2004 and gave us a longer Jeep, but these people had to commit to having a vehicle that was the least practical vehicle on the road, the least practical, over a motorcycle, because the, motor, the motorcycle could fit just about as many people in it and store just about as much stuff and got better gas mileage. The Jeep does not has never been the best riding vehicle on the road. Now, it has improved over time. But those early Jeepers, CJs, uh, Cherokee owners, guys that have owned off-road trucks, the Jeep trucks, Gladiators, J10s, people that have owned flat fender Willys, Willys Jeeps, you know, whatever, whatever they may have had. Even going from a YJ on Leaf Springs to a TJ with the huge uh, advances of having just coil springs and shocks. They still had 
to limit how much cargo space they were going to have, how many passengers they going to have, and the ride. When the four-door Wrangler came out, it made it so that a daily driver could now be your off-road vehicle. You could now camp out of it. You could bring your family, and it changed everything. Now, if you fast forward to where we're at now in 2019, with all these Jeeps that have been built, if they were to never build another Jeep again, the cult following of Jeep would live on for 40, 60, if not more years with people still building and modifying and, and going forward. Now, I think that the Jeep community is very healthy, but I think right now we've become divided. And I think we've been divided in four groups. I'd say newbies or people who are stock or maybe people who just bought the Jeep to drive it because it looks cool. I'm going to put those in one category. Rock crawlers, whether they're East Coast rock crawlers or West Coast, I'm still going to put you in the rock crawler category. we got overlanders, which is the fastest growing group in my opinion. And the fourth would just be the show street mall crawler crew. Now, I am not using this uh, State of the Union to negatively speak about any of these groups and I'm not using it to give this whole speech is my opinion but I'm not going to give my opinion on what I think is good or bad or indifferent I'm just giving you the 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 state of the industry and community I think that we're in currently and with these four divided groups I would say that Now, these four divided groups, they're not necessarily battling each other. It's just that they're influenced by so many different things. See, with that 2007 and 2008 bubble of the four-door being built, at the same time, social media platforms were coming to rise. With all the new companies that have come out in the last 10 years in the Jeep scene, along with the way social media has grown, and you and you take that and you take how many people now own a Jeep, drive a Jeep, or or, or a customer of Jeep. Um, so how many people are actually in a Jeep? Social media, the following. It creates this huge group. Okay this big stew of jeepers and they all have different opinions and different styles and different purposes for their vehicles so the stalkers or the newbies or the soccer moms or whoever they may have just bought the vehicle to drive every day because they think it looks cool now some of those people find out that you know it's not a great vehicle for every day um some of those people learn to love it and and, and they build it and grow it from there now, when I got started in Jeeps, I was quickly influenced by rock crawling videos on YouTube, and I wanted to be the most purpose-built for going to the hardest places, and I didn't spend the money on the best parts right off the bat, because at that time, I would just Google, what's the cheapest thing can I afford, and I'd put that on there, but I, but I wanted it to be as purpose-built as possible. But... My opinion and, and my experience has changed 
how I look at Jeeps and how I want to build them. But at that time, I also, I was looking at social media, I was looking at YouTube, I was watching other people, and that's something that we've done for a long time, and now it's we're at the height of our technology as mankind, and we're following these in this whole trend of influencers and people being influenced. So we see trends coming and going, and people that have maybe just got into it in 2012 might see something trending now in 19 that we're like, whoa, 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 that wasn't what we were doing eight years ago. I don't like this, or I do like this, or, you know, we're seeing, um, especially in the lifted truck scene, what, what we call the, like, bro dozers, or, you know, um, the Cali lift, or the Cali lean, or whatever you want to call it, and then we see some of that infiltrate as you go to SEMA and some of these events, some of these shows where people are into a lot of flash, big wheels, um, you know, some of the styles and manufacturers are just over the top, the angry eye grills, all the different lights, the light bars, but all of this is just different people's styles, whether they want attention or they want it to be purpose built. So the Jeep is a platform where you can bring attention to yourself, you can take it and use it for adventure, you can use it for camping, you can use it to drive it as a normal vehicle. I don't think there's a single platform out there that offers as much opportunity in the current market as a Jeep Wrangler. I mean, the Tacoma, the Forerunner, um, there's a, the, now the new Ranger, there's a lot of vehicles that are you know, kind of getting all this utilitarianism but the Jeep, it's also something, or the Raptor, I think, is a great one, too, to throw in there. The Jeep is, is kind of stands by itself, because if you've gone to SEMA for the last few years, the Jeep has just continually been the one thing that's in everyone's face. So with all these influencers and, and uh, all these different things that are out there, all these things swaying you back and forth, you know, right now... No matter what industry you're in, you have to be creating content, you have to be influencing, you have to put yourself out there. And so there's a lot of great information as far as education, and then there's a lot of things that just try to get you to buy and spend money. And, um, you know, just today, um, someone posted something on Facebook and um, a video that was awesome. And... People were giving it a hard time. Well, that wasn't really as hard as you made it out to be. Y'all have done harder. This was disappointing, blah, blah, blah. This company is spending their own money and their own time to create content that's educational. It shows you this trail. It shows you um, what you can do with this new Gladiator truck. You know, speaking of the Gladiator truck, we begged and begged and begged Jeep for a Jeep truck, and then they made it. And they made it cheaper than we all could have imagined. And then all we've done is complain about it. Okay? And it's probably because most people can't afford it. I'm not out running out to buy one because it's expensive. But I think they did a great job. I think it looks like a truck. Um, if you wanted a Comanche, it still exists. You know, that's the same thing with the new SUV, with the new Cherokee. When they first came out, everyone was hating on them. Now I see them trending up. People are realizing how functional they are and how well built they are and how... They're one of the most American-made vehicles in America, you know, and 
Speaking of that, when you buy off-road parts right now, you've got the most options and most choices in the history of off-road parts. And as far as automotive aftermarket uh, backing, I don't. There's never been a time in the world where you can get so much aftermarket parts for any vehicle, but especially the Jeep. I mean, the Jeep is now the Honda Civic of the 1990s, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that there's so much available for it, and yet we complain. We're negative online and on videos, and you know, I don't know where this negativity stems from. Whether it's people want attention, they're not getting enough attention on their own builds, or they're just upset and jealous that they can't do it themselves. But we were talking about this this build, and we we're talking about um, the video, and how uh, a lot of us like the video, and how um, you know we spend so much time trying to look cool, and that we could go back to 33s and 35 inch tires and um, just one locker and go back to more functionality where you can drive your Jeep across country and not have to tow it behind a $100,000 truck and a $10,000 trailer. Like, if you can afford it, I think that's everyone's dream to own a Gladiator and own a JK and own a JL and have an old CJ and have a truck to tow it and have all these things. But if you want to talk about happiness, happiness could be in a stock uh, TJ or YJ just getting out on a trail and going camping with your friends and family or with a couple other buddies or, or going fishing out of it. I was having my gallbladder taken out this week and so this weekend before we went into it there was a Jeep show that was uh, supposed to happen down in Atlanta and I wasn't really feeling it because I, I honestly I don't have the funds to do anything right now to my Jeep and uh, I've got some big plans and I, I know exactly what I want to do but I'm saving up so I don't really want to go to the show and see all these new parts but I'm, I was gonna go because it's just I, I enjoy seeing built Jeeps at the same time it's kind of a love-hate and I knew I was having the surgery and I said I, this is a dumb thought because one in a thousand people die from the surgery which is pretty good odds by the way but I said, if this was my last weekend, I would. I need to be going off-roading. First, I need to spend it with my family, but I also I need to go off-roading. So I went, and it's the most fun I've had in my Jeep in a long time. More fun than going to any Jeep show. More fun than going to uh, any. Just going off-roading on a good trail with a, a good friend and having a good day at it is a great adventure. That's why. That was partially <laughs> what Jeep is and what it stands for. You know, it was made for military purposes, but then remade for civilians. And if you go back and watch those old videos of the guys in these willies and they're racing them and taking them across the Rubicon and they're doing five-day camping trips or week-long camping trips, these guys are having the time of their lives. And now we have these machines that are phenomenal as far as technology is concerned. And we're still complaining. We're still negative. I would just say, if you own a Jeep right now, you should have a smile on your face. You have an opportunity, you can build it slow, you can build it fast, you can build it for whatever purpose you like, but you have, whether it's an old Jeep Cherokee, a CJ, a YJ, whatever you have, you have a new vehicle, a, a JL, if you have a Rubicon, whatever, you have a transportation device that can get you to work, it can take you camping, it can take you off-road. It can take you just about anywhere. And that should put a smile on your face. You've got unlimited aftermarket support. And you have one of the most iconic 
and most American vehicles ever built in the history of mankind. You should have a smile on your face that you own a Jeep, and you should be proud of it. You know, I'm proud to own a Jeep. I happen to own two, and I'm very happy to own those two Jeeps. I would say the State of the Union of Jeeps and the Jeep community is as strong as it's ever been. I would say that we're highly influenced by off-road shows, pressures of our friends, pressures of our family. We want to compete with social what we see on social media. We want to... Even the most uh, humble and uh, grounded normal person still wants to put out content and share and show. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sharing my opinion. I'm sharing the truth about how I feel and, 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 and what I think um, and where we are as a community. But whether you want to LS swap your vehicle or put it on a 10-inch lift or whatever you want to do, as a fellow Jeeper... Whether you Jeep wave or not, I think that everyone should have respect for everyone. And even if their Jeep is ugly, or and there's ugly ones out there, or they've used it for a purpose that you don't see that it should be fit for, just respect that they're enjoying it, or maybe they're building it with their amount of time. And from the other end of it, if you're an overlander or a stock guy, and you see this guy that's got this wild, crazy build... Maybe you respect it, maybe you don't. But I've been around enough overlanders and off-roaders and rock crawlers to realize that when we actually sit down and talk and we spend time together and we and we in, indulge in this community, that we all have a central feeling. And I want to say that feeling, that heartbeat, is the feeling of adventure. I think that Almost everyone, including the soccer mom, who purchases a Jeep has a little bit of adventure running through their veins. Whether they thought that just the adventure stuff was buying the Jeep because it's cool and it has that look, or whether they plan on taking it cross-country or on the Rubicon Trail or to Moab, I think that's what we all share in common, is this brotherhood of adventure. And there is no better vehicle on the planet to go on an adventure in. I would tell you right now, if you own a Jeep, you should be happy. Two thumbs up. Go America. <laughs> or maybe you're in Germany and you own a Jeep. Whatever. The Jeep community is strong. Let's do our best as Jeepers to be positive, to be nice, to be respectful. And think about the purpose of why you bought your vehicle and the best way to use it and the best way to build it. I would say have... No fears in looking at social media for a blueprint or a design, but also don't have any fears to reach out and ask why someone did it a certain way. What And don't be afraid to take a Jeep that's not really that built off-road so that you learn what you might want to have in your vehicle. I'd say as we grow and we learn with our vehicles, we educate ourselves. I've had so many vehicles now that if I was going to, so many Jeeps now, that if I had the money to build more Jeeps, I would almost want to build three or four for all different purposes because there's so many aftermarket parts and there's so many different avenues that you can take a Jeep, whether you just want something clean that you take to shows or you have something you want to go to overlanding in or rock crawling in or you just want to use it um, as an everyday work truck like a Comanche or just 
be able to take you and your dog fishing or whatever it may be or take your john boat down a gravel road that takes a little four-wheel drive you know i have to really give props to a lot of these um up and coming youtube shows uh dirt every day venture four-wheel drive you know some of these shows these people uh, dirt every day where they're just spending minimal money and showing you how you can get off road and have fun that is what it, that sense of adventure is all about and you know i'd give props to chris at venture four-wheel drive i mean i'm sure people have commented over and over you need a winch you need steel bumpers you need this but this guy's traveling across the entire country and he's just doing it uh as purposeful and as meaningful and he's getting tons of happiness and tons of experience and tons of adventure and uh he's getting all of this um uh experiences but he hasn't spent a hundred thousand dollars on his jeep you know i mean he's got a nice rig but what i'm saying is he's not letting all these outside influencers tell him this is how you have to be if you're gonna go across country i mean I felt that immediately after buying a Jeep. I went online, I Googled, like, what do I need the first time I go off-roading? And everyone's like, you gotta have this, gotta have that, whatever. You know, there's a lot of Jeep clubs out there, there's a lot of groups, and there's a lot of negativity, there's a lot of bad information. I would just say, if I were the president of the Jeep community, that I would be proud to be the president of the Jeep community. <laughs> I, I'd be proud to represent such a group that for the most part will go out of their way to help others that have a camaraderie and brotherhood unlike any other vehicle owners but i would just say let's hold on to that sense of adventure that brotherhood and let's build each other up and help each other and try to be as positive as we can you know a lot of people don't have a big budget and a lot of people do have a big budget and that's okay you know things change for the better and Things change all around us all the time. Run what you got. Run it with the budget you have. Go out and use it and have fun. You know, we had that Super Bowl commercial come out last year for the Jeep Wrangler, and people were hating on that. Let's just try for a second to see the upside to everything if we can. All right. I hope this was positive. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get a sense of where I think we're at as a Jeep community. I could spend another half an hour complaining <laughs> of just complaining about things that I've seen that drag me down. But I also think there's a lot of positives, a lot of positives. And the, the positives being there's so much support. There's so many people now in the community. We're more connected than we have ever been. And I feel like Jeep itself actually cares about the community and actually has put in things like the Jeep badge of honor. I know that we got to take care of our trails in the United States. We've got to do the best we can to try to be, you know, if you if you know something to be true, if you're really good at recovery and winching, don't be afraid to go out and make some content, whether it's a podcast or just share it with your uh, um, local groups. I mean, as I've traveled and gone to places in this United States, I found that the style of off-roading on the West Coast is different than the East Coast, and, and overlanders have a whole different opinion uh, about how to build and how to camp versus rock crawlers. And if you take all that and you put it together in one place, whether it's YouTube or social media or it's your own brain because you're learning as you go, 
and you're allowing yourself to soak things up, then what you'll have 20 years from now, uh, or, or if you're 60 and you've already soaked all this up for your entire life, you'll have a lifetime of experiences and knowledge that'll help you to not only be a better Jeeper, but to really enjoy, respect, and be able to to use your vehicle, use your Jeep, and enjoy it. You know, it's hard for me sometimes just to go out and enjoy my Jeep because I drive it every day. I have to take it to shows. It has to represent my company. But when you do go out and enjoy it, you know that you have the greatest vehicle ever built in the history of mankind. Hey, that's just my opinion. But if I was giving a State of the Union as the president of Jeep community, that would be it. God bless Jeeps and God bless America. We'll be seeing you.